Now the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the one God who creates, redeems, and makes us holy. This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. This wasn't an observation, it was an accusation. At the beginning of the 15th chapter of Luke, Jesus is criticized for the third time by the Pharisees for spending his days with sinners. Lepers, tax collectors, prostitutes. Not only talking with them, but eating with them, and even worse, returning their hospitality. Pharisees were taught to avoid sinners and unbelievers, to not touch anyone or anything unclean. For them, Jesus is guilty of not only violating the law, but the social norms of the day. Ironically, at the deepest level, their words are a statement of the good news. Jesus not only welcomes sinners, but he also eats with them. Eating with them means there's a relationship, there's acceptance. Jesus aligned himself with them. He's on their side. Throughout the gospel stories, Jesus chooses to hang out with the wrong kind of people, crossing lines, and making God just a little too easily available. Throughout the history of the church, we, like the Pharisees, have struggled to establish standards. 
We've put a lot of effort, time, money, and blood into defending what we believe about God. Our standards often focus on who is in and who is out. Judgment happens whenever sin is defined as only a legal category of failed behavior. For Jesus, the defining characteristic of sin is not misbehavior, but being lost. The first concern for Jesus is not who's in or who's out, or who gets a dinner invitation. For Jesus, everyone is already in. Everyone is invited. Given our usual standards, we hear today's gospel about being the lost sheep and the lost coin. But I want to suggest that maybe that's not its focus. Maybe this gospel is more about the searching shepherd and the searching woman. Lost sheep and lost coins happen all the time. But a shepherd who risks everything for one sheep is something different. When the focus is on the searching shepherd and woman, then what we believe about God gives way to another question, perhaps a more crucial question. What does God believe about us? These parables are not about being wrong. They're about being lost. There's nothing about culpability, blame, or finding fault. That doesn't seem to be Jesus' concern. His concern is for the one who is lost. He doesn't explain how the lost one becomes lost. He doesn't judge. The focus for him is recovering and reclaiming the lost. The starting point for him is grace. Searching, not blaming. Finding, not punishing. Rejoicing, not condemning. All of us have been lost at some time and to some degree, through our own fault or sometimes just the circumstances of life. We can all name the pieces of our life that have been lost over the years. To be lost is to live without a sense of grounding, having no anchor or ties to something beyond ourselves. We can be good, hardworking, and successful, and still feel lost. We can be holding it all together, doing all the right things, giving all the right appearances, and still be lost. We can have a good reputation and be lost in questions of our own identity and purpose. We can be so busy and productive that we are lost to the wonder, beauty, and mystery of life. 
We can be financially secure and still be lost in fear. We can say and do all the right things and be lost in a secret life that is self-destructive. We get lost in our fears, grief, worries, anxieties, anger, prejudice, perfectionism, and need for approval. In our lostness, we live fragmented lives. For God, every one of us is unique and irreplaceable. Everyone is loved and desired, including the stranger and the enemy on the other side of the world. No matter who we are or how lost we become, the God revealed in Jesus is constantly searching for us, finding us and rejoicing over our presence at the table. Everyone matters. Everyone belongs. It is God's longing for wholeness and union that causes God to search. The creator longing for the created, the divine longing for the human, the lover longing for the beloved, a shepherd searching for a sheep and a woman searching for a coin. That longing lies at the heart of these parables. The shepherd does not wait on us, but initiates the search. God is always seeking, without blame or judgment, or how or why we became lost, without conditions for coming home. Our God cannot do otherwise. That is the reality and the foolishness of divine love. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.